Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. You know that the body needs the heart in order to function and properly operate. Amen. But the heart works best when it's in its place. How many of you know you have a liver? You've never seen your liver? But it works best when it's in its place. Amen. There are things in your body that you don't even know. You probably don't even know the name of it. Esophagus. <laughs> How many of you thank God for your esophagus? I do. I thank God I have an esophagus. But my esophagus outside of its place will not benefit my body. Because there are some parts of the body that, that specifically functions hidden. There are some parts of the body that function on the outside. You can see my eyes. Huh? I know I got big eyes, but you can see them, huh? Amen. You can see my hands. You can see my feet. There are parts of the body that you can see when you look in the mirror. You can see the nose and those things, they, they, be, they begin to function. You can see it on the outside. But there are parts of the body that function on the inside. It's just as important. And if it's not in its place, you won't have the benefit of thriving, amen, physically like you were intended to thrive. Because every part needs to be in its place, functioning as God intended for it to function to bring glory and honor to God. So there's an argument going on uh, in verse... Let's look at verse um, 15. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them in the body. There's that phrase again, as it had pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now... Are they many members, yet but one body? The eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. They much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble. Think about the weakest part of your body. Somebody throw something at what's, what's What's a weak part of your body that's very weak? Or, 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 or your pinky toe, even that pinky toe. How many of you bump that every now and then? Your elbows. Even the weakest or the most feeble is just as equally important to the body. Are you getting this? Amen. Those members of the body which we think to be less honorable. He says, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness or beauty. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to that part which lacked. Why did God do all this? In verse 25 tells us that there should be no schism in the body. What is schism? Division. God put everybody in place as he will. How many of you know God knows what's best for us? He knows where you belong. You may think you belong in one place, but if you have not sought God, God said, no, you don't belong there. Because if you go there, you're going to mess up everybody there. Uh-oh. So there would be no schism in the body. 
but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, you heard that toe, guess what? How many of you ever stubbed your toe at night? Some of you are like, I stubbed it in the day too, Pastor. We got to rebuke that clumsy spirit then. Think about if you hit your foot. That's going to slow the body down, huh? Go to show you the, 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 how unified we are and how important and how sensitive we should be, even to one another, that if one person is down, come on, it really will hold back the entire body. But notice that when one foot gets hurt, you have to begin to rely upon the stronger foot to help carry you to the place you need to be. And that's why we can't be tearing one another down when we get hit or when we get hurt. Because I'm going to need the other foot to help carry me into the healing process. So by you being in place, when somebody else gets hurt, the strength of God flowing in you and through you will help to balance the body. So that the entire body can come into the unity of the faith. How many of you know you are important to God's plan? I know my purpose. Number three. Oh, I'm running out of time. Wow. I know my abilities. Every believer is called by God to serve within the body of Christ to help bring it to maturity. That means that it is every believer's responsibility to get involved in ministry. But if you, you cannot have responsibility if you don't know your ability. Because responsibility means that you respond to your ability. You respond to the ability that God gave you. <laughs> and you, you, you continue to manage those abilities. Are you listening? So if you're a member and you want to see God use your gifts and abilities here at New Kingdom Ministries International or whatever church you belong to, uh, that means you come to a place where you're ready to, to help impact uh, 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 the church, you want the church to be blessed, you want the church to grow, you want the church to prosper, you want the church to, to continue in its mission. And so you come to that place, that means that you are willing to invest your energies in helping to bring that mission to pass. Yes. Because if God gave you abilities and you're not utilizing those abilities to help bring advancement to the kingdom, then you are just like the servant in Matthew chapter 25 that the master described as being slothful, lazy, and unprofitable, and he even called them a wicked person. Wow. Think about that. This is somebody he gave a gift to. He called them wicked because he did not use the ability the way that it was given unto him. Amen. You, do you know your abilities? Stop trying to do things you know you can't do. See, that's how you flow in purpose. You know the abilities that God gave you. The abilities that God gave you. Amen? Oh, hallelujah. You know that God gave you that ability. Glory to God. Sister, is Sister Shirley here? Sister Shirley uh, Joseph? She, she stepped out. I wanted her to stand because she has an ability to, to, to feed people. And show hospitality. I mean, I went to her house one time, 
And uh, I didn't have to ask where I'm going to sit. She said, Pastor, here's your chair. Here's your plate. Pastor, just sit down. We're going to take care of you. I mean, when I went there, I wasn't lost. Where do I go? It was order. Because when you know your abilities, you can flow in the order of God. Come on. Come on. And when I sat there, I, first of all, I can smell the food. <laughs> so I had no problems eating. And the food was good. G-U-D, good. She knows her abilities. She knows her abilities. How many of you know your abilities? Do you know your abilities? Glory to God. We have Brother West. Not only is he my armor bearer, he's a carpenter. He's a carpenter. He's, he's uh, uh, an anointed carpenter. Amen. 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 He may be a part of the, the project of helping to build the church. Yeah. He knows his ability. Amen. God gave you that ability to help advance the kingdom. It's not just so that you can get money. I know my abilities. Amen. I know my abilities. Let me give you one more. I think we're going to close. I'm not trying to give you. My grandma told me, don't preach the whole Bible in one night. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Number four, I know my passions. Uh, I'm going to get to passion. Passion is the joy of doing what you've been called to do. Number five, I know my potential. So number four, I know my passions. Number five, I know my potential. Luke 12, 48, what does it say? To whom much is given, much is required. To whom much is given, much is what? Okay, so uh, do, do you know your potential? Do you know your potential? Uh, someone once said that one of the greatest gifts that God can give to you is your potential. And what's the greatest gift that you can give to God? That same potential. So the potential God gave you, you say, God, here's my potential. I'm giving it back to you for your glory. Okay, but do you know your potential? Now, there are some people who have more potential than others. But don't be intimidated by that. Because to whom much is given, much is required. They have more potential than others. And so with those persons, you, you want to spend more time with them because they have more potential. Think about it. There were three people that Jesus spent more time with more than the others. Who were they? Peter, James, and John. It is recorded that Jesus had an inner circle. Peter, James, and John went places with Jesus that the other nine disciples did not go. Why? Because of their potential. You spend more time with the people who have better potential or have greater potential. Come on. Why? You don't spend a lot of time with somebody who won't do nothing. Come on, you can preach to them, you can pray for them, you can lay hands on them. They're not going to do, they didn't do anything with the last message you, you taught. <laughs> you spend time. If you're a businessman, if you're an entrepreneur, if, if regardless of where you are, if you're a leader, if you're, you spend time with those who you know is going to carry out the abilities and it's going to help bring expansion to that area. Where are my basketball fans at? Let me use this illustration. Where are my basketball fans at? All right, basketball fans, listen to this. It's 1991. The Chicago Bulls are playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. This was before LeBron was there. He was probably a babe during that time. 
The Cleveland Cavaliers leading the Bulls by one. Are you listening? Don't leave because you're going to miss something. <laughs> Tell somebody, don't leave. You're going to miss something. The Cleveland Cavaliers are, are up by one. The Bulls are down by one. Okay, so Phil Jackson calls a timeout. So everybody's on the raptures. Everybody's standing up. They're looking. Everybody watching television. And they see Phil Jackson with this clipboard and a black marker. He's just a writing. And he's talking. <laughs> Everybody's trying to figure out what Phil Jackson is saying. It's three seconds left in the game. It's the fourth quarter. It's 1991. The Chicago Bulls are playing Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland's leading by one. Phil Jackson's doing all that talking. What do you think Phil Jackson is saying? Give the ball to Michael Jordan. You may see a lot of writing. You may see a lot of talking. But in so many words, he's saying, I want the ball in Michael's hands. Well, Cart Cartwright comes up, well, I, I have my, my shoe, my shot. I'm taller than Michael. No, Michael has more potential. Come on, you got to get this. 